Hi, this is Denise with Refresh Her, and I welcome you to the broadcast today. Well, we're moving into the time of year of springtime, and with that, we also remember Easter, the time when Christ arose from the grave. How I love reading in Matthew 28, the verses that remind us of our risen Savior. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he goes before you into Galilee. There ye shall see him. Lo, I have told you. What joy those verses bring to my heart as I remember the angel announcing to the group of women that had come to the tomb that Christ had risen from the dead. What hope that gives you and me that he is no longer dead, he has conquered death and sin, and therefore you and I can have victory over both. Easter is such an important holiday for us. It's not like any other holiday that we celebrate, July 4th or Thanksgiving. Those are all great, fun things to be able to celebrate. But Easter is so important for anyone who knows Christ because Easter is the holiday that we remember that we have hope. You know, there's a lot of things in our world today that could make us feel hopeless. But every time we turn and look into the empty tomb, we are reminded that we have hope because Christ lives. Because he is alive, we can have joy for today and for tomorrow. Everything into tomorrow is all the unknown, things that we are afraid afraid of, things that might happen or could happen, or we're just scared to death of those things. But when we know Christ, we can have hope, and we can be steadfast. We can be unmoved by the news that happens because he lives. So, you know, Easter is such a terrific time to be able to tell other people about Christ and to be able to celebrate together as a family. You know, one way we can do that is by having traditions at Easter. And I want to encourage you in our time together today to just refresh the way that you and your family celebrate Easter. I believe that traditions are so important for a family. Traditions bind us together as a family. It's like glue that keeps us connected with one another. When you do something as a tradition in your family— It's like you're saying to one another, this is what we always do on this holiday, on this special day. It, It binds you together. This is your connection as a family. Traditions also give security. And I mean in that just, you know, when you've had a week or a month or maybe even a year full of turmoil and hard things that have happened, if you are able to be able to connect as a family and to do the traditions that maybe you've established earlier, it just gives some stability. It gives some normalcy to your lives. And it's like everything's okay in the world because we're together as a family and we're going to remember specifically today, we're going to talk about remembering Easter by doing these traditions. Now, traditions, I don't mean just for tradition's sake, like things that have no meaning, but I'm talking about creating some traditions that will really have purpose and meaning as we think about Easter. 
Psalm 145, verses 4 through 7, are great encouragements to my heart about why my family needs to have traditions. It says, One generation, that's me, shall praise thy works to another. That means my children, my grandchildren. So I am to praise God works to the next generation and declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of thy glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. It goes on to say that we will abundantly utter the memory of God's great goodness. So how could we even miss being able to pass on the joy of knowing that Christ has risen and make it a special time for our family and for others. So let me give you a few suggestions about what you could do to create some really special traditions in your family for Easter time. I think just connections with food has always been important for our family. We, we call ourselves foodies. But, you know, it's just that having good food at a time of celebration and the same kind of food that you would have year after year is a part of the tradition. Using the same dishes on the table, that connection of the memory of seeing that on the table, doing the same type of event. So, you know, all this kind of stuff takes real intentionality. Yeah, it takes some work. It takes the gift of time. And that time equals and shows love to your family. But even more, it elevates God's word. We do things with an intention to be able to point everyone to the Word of God and remind them of the truths that we find there so that one generation, I, can praise God's works to another. So what kind of meaningful celebration could you have at Easter that would be a tradition that you could have year after year? Well, we like to celebrate Easter starting on Friday because that's when the Easter story started. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday would each have their day in our celebration as a family. Friday is Good Friday. Explaining to our children, what does that mean? A bad, horrible thing happened on Good Friday, but why is it Good Friday? Explain what happened on that day. Now, a lot of churches have a Good Friday service. I remember when I was in high school, my church did have a Good Friday service, And our high school allowed us to be dismissed in that time of the afternoon to be able to attend. So if your church has a Good Friday service, try to get your family to be able to all participate and go together. And if you do not, then you could create something yourself. If your children are homeschooled, you could stop at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and do a celebration and read the scriptures together If your children are in a traditional school and they don't get out until a little bit later, still take that time in the afternoon and go to the accounts in the Gospels that tell about the crucifixion, what happened when Jesus was scourged, Um, sing songs about his suffering, man of sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. Remember those particular passages and songs and sing about that together. We as a family enjoyed being able to go to a park together. Uh, Being outside, it just reminded us of Jesus being on the cross there at Golgotha's Hill. And just talk about the sadness that Jesus' followers must have felt when they were witnesses to Jesus' death. 
but also remind your family that we know the end of the story. So we don't have to dwell on the sadness of it. We can remember what he did for us, but we can also be joyful in remembering that when he was crucified, he did it so that we could be saved. One year, I remember that on Good Friday, we took objects that would help us to be able to tell our young girls about the cross and what happened to Jesus. For instance, we had um, a piece of a sponge that reminded us of when Jesus said he thirsted and they gave him the sponge with the vinegar. There was a, a long nail there of this, reminding us of the spikes that were driven into his hands and feet. We had a thorn from a rose bush that reminded us of the thorns that were placed in his brow, a piece of gauze where they, where they wrapped his body for his burial. And, you know, you could put them inside a basket and take each item out as you're talking about the story. I love being able to do things where children have a visual. I think it really helps them to be able to remember what happened at your celebration and be able to remember what you did and what each thing was telling us about the crucifixion. I also love using object lessons. And there is a really great object lesson that uses a saucer with a little bit And I like to pour tea in there or some colored water. And then you place a little votive candle in the middle of that water. You cover that plate with just enough water to be able to, um, it's not going to be flowing, but it's going to have maybe a couple tablespoons of liquid. And you put two coins there that represent us as people. And you talk about the fact that Jesus died on the cross and the water that is around the candle reminds us of our sin. It's dirty. It's brown. It's it's yucky looking, as I tell the children. And it reminds us that Jesus had to die on the cross for our sins because we cannot get to God because of our sin. But you light the, the votive and then you cover it with a small glass. And when you cover it, the candle is snuffed out, but all the water or the sin that is around it is pulled up inside of the glass, reminding us that Jesus took our sin on himself. It's such a great visual and a way to be able for them to understand that now we don't have our sin. The sin is gone, and it's all on Jesus. That candle represented Christ. I'm not sure I said that. But my emphasis today, I just want to encourage you to find ways that you could create some family celebrations that will point your children to the message of Easter with a joyful celebration that reminds us of the real meaning of Easter. And we love celebrating, as I said, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So today I've just told you about celebrating on Good Friday, but Think about how you can point your children to the truth of the scriptures and make application for their age. So as they get older, you can do other things that would be more applicable to their age and understanding. Now, I have a video of the object lesson that I tried to describe to you. I probably didn't do a very good job of that. But I have a video on my blog, and you can watch this object lesson being performed and see it's really really simple but you need to practice a couple times before you do it in front of anybody but you could go to my blog which is refreshher.com 
And when you see the search engine on my blog, just type in helping your child understand Easter and it'll pull up a blog post and you will find that video for this object lesson in that particular post. I think it would be just a real blessing to them. If you're a teacher for a Sunday school class, it's a great object lesson to use for children. So I hope this broadcast today will just encourage you to think about creating some family traditions that will be meaningful and will help your family connect together as you begin the celebration on Friday, preparing your hearts for what is to come on Sunday. So this is Denise for Refresh Her, and I'm so glad that you joined us. I want to encourage you to just be creative and find some great ways to get some meaningful traditions for your family and refresh the way that you celebrate Easter, and specifically today, the way that you would even celebrate Good Friday. I'm so glad you joined us. I hope you'll catch us next time because I'm going to talk about how we implement traditions on Saturday and Sunday. You can go to my blog at refreshher.com and get more encouragement and refreshment for your life. Thank you for listening today.